ladies, gentlemen, children, adults, uh, young persons. I almost messed up there. Welcome back to the mid podcast. It is episode 18. You are here with Jonathan and Mason. Say hello. 19. No. Okay. Is it 19? I even wrote that down. So yeah. we got a couple things to talk about today. We are in for a quick episode this morning. We got a lot of stuff to do throughout the day. It is a busy time for both of us. And the special episode we have teased in the past is fast approaching as well. Hopefully all this noise I'm making with my mic isn't too distracting as I adjust it. Uh, we have a few things written down here. I know Mason's got a few things written down. To start, this is what I was doing while we were chit-chatting up beforehand, waiting for our uh, stuff to upload. I was getting a random word generator, and I figured, you know, episode 19, not too late to start some new things. I'm going to type a collection of words, and it's going to morph them all together, and it will give us a word. And from that word, we will start Drum the podcast roll, with a segment that none of us know. What, Mason? <laughs> Drum roll, please. Oh, okay. That is uh, that's a spicy word. Bestiality. Mason, I'll let you go first. <laughs> <laughs> So I think first of all we should say don't commit bestiality. That's a big no-no. <laughs> if you're if you're fucking your dog, you need to go get some help. Or maybe a cliff would work too. Pull a Judas I haven't Iscariot. Seen anything. And, Luckily, um, I don't think I've seen anything in the news recently about it. So that's a plus. You, you know that meme of like the squirrel in a in a Walmart parking lot with a item inside of it. I like I yeah. I, this get the it's a squirrel with like a shoved in it and the squirrel's dead uh-huh. okay oh yeah um I, I actually have a really good story about bestiality now that sounds wrong let me take this let me <laughs> this is not set up i just uh i just have this story in the back of my mind that actually happened close to me it's actually where i went to college so a few years before i went to this college um well my older brother obviously went there he was in the egg program and they have like a little farm with like pigs and sheep and everything that you take care of as part of your uh, like egg degree. Mm-hmm. So egg is short for agriculture for all you. There was a situation at the farm there where, you know, obviously when you're tending animals, you have to get up in the middle of the night, go feed them, check on them, whatever. So they were always yeah. hearing this ruckus in one of the barns. And when they'd go out, everything was chilling. Well, so one time they found this sheep with a little blue dress on it. And they were like, yo, what is going on? So they called, I don't know how it all worked out. They ended up surrounding the building. I'm just going to skip a lot of the details because I'm going to have to make them up because I don't remember them, but they ended <laughs> up catching this dude who was repeatedly coming in at night and picking out this little sheep and putting a dress on it. And, you know, you know, the topic, I'm not going to continue with the story, but they caught this fool not far from my house, not far from the very college I attended for years of my life. So I think I think we should bring back tar and feathering for people who commit bestiality. I, yeah, bestiality and child molestation need tar and feathering. And what was like that Did stretchy you see, thing? Uh, Florida. You know, they hooked re- your hands and feet up and round the winch and stretched you apart. Oh, yeah. Whatever that was. Florida added the death penalty to uh, ch- child sex crimes, which is as they should. What is the crime? I'm not going to Google that, but like, what is the penalty for? I think like 
registered sex offender, obviously, and then a you good chunk of them go to jail or prison. Nothing. Damn. Uh, you go to jail. You go to jail for sure. All right. But do we want I, another I word most here? Most states don't have. I think we should just go into the Titan exploding. <laughs> okay. What a what a first topic. All right, Mason, get us get us into Ocean Gate here. So as most of you know, there was a little submarine that was built by a man named what was it? It was something he had a weird first name. Stockton Rush. Yeah, Stockton Rush, which is like a really weird first name. He basically built the submarine from parts from Camping World and other places he had a Logitech gaming controller as the method of steering, and he was taking the submarine down to visit the Titanic. He had, a, like, five other rich billionaires. Well, not five rich billionaires. One of them was the son of a rich billionaire. But basically, they all go down to the submarine, or the Titanic and the sub. And the Titanic is really, really deep. Like... <laughs> I think it's 4,000 meters. Bottom of the ocean, right? essentially. I mean, it yeah, sunk pretty a long much. time ago, so it should have reached the bottom at this point. Pretty deep down there. And really, the only submarine that's been built that can, like, that has gone down there before has been, like, James Cameron's sub. And he put that thing through so much testing, so many safety precautions, yada, yada, yada. The Stockton Rush fellow of Ocean Gate did not do any of that. He decided to wing it. And actually, the one window in the submarine that was used as like a port window was rated for 1,400 feet of pressure or meters of pressure. And the Titanic was like triple that. So one thing I want to say is I saw earlier today. Um, I don't know how true it is, but they... It was connected. He didn't use like any type of strong adhesive to hold the thing together. It was just glue. Straight yeah. up glue. There are pictures of it with duct tape over buttons and stuff with like wrote on what the buttons or levers do. You know, like when you're trying to plan a groupcation, for example, not that that's a real experience I have or anything, but you start trying to factor in all these other things and you're making a plan and it gets so complicated that after, you know, 70% of the thing is foolproof. Then you're just like, we ball. That is what this guy did, but he only counted for maybe one thing. I need to be able to steer. I should, you know, go to Walmart and buy a 1899 controller to do it. <laughs> Excuse me. Apparently, but gaming controllers are kind of, industry standard because i know like the u.s military uses xbox controllers for drones well everyone is like thinking it's like super weird that he's using a controller but it it is kind of an ergonomic design it is just kind of weird to think in the super high-tech sub that they're using a gaming controller well i mean when you're flying an airplane or something you kind of need the sticks and stuff because the wind will fight against you and you can't do that through a bluetooth controller but Drones piloting a lot of different things now is all done through controllers. I, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find a person in America that hasn't touched a controller at some point. Yeah. Or at least use the controls. So uh, you go to the military when you're young. You have no experience with anything except beating off on Monday nights. But 
you've touched a controller before. So it makes You're a like, lot of hey, sense. You and can, you can fly, ergon- fly drones in the Air Force now. Congratulations. Yeah, the ergonomic design, like you were talking about. I think a lot of teenagers and a lot of people new to the military have put more hours behind a controller than they have anything else. And a controller just feels good in the hands. But like the way he had it, he had like <laughs> longer. He had longer joysticks, so he would set on it and like control it like this. Yeah, yeah. I've seen. Which I feel like this is more comfortable, but well, you're not really using the buttons or the triggers or anything, yeah. so I can see why you would do that. Uh, longer sticks or longer analogs is pretty common mm-hmm. on like for precision games. But anyway, yeah. that is that is interesting to think about, but also mind boggling that this guy would use straight up Stanley glue to put a sub together and, that was going to go to the depths of Magdalene. And the fact that like how fast it got memed is also insane. Like it was like two days after it went missing. Like Instagram was just flooded with the memes of it. I had never seen the news at all. I just saw all these memes about a controller disconnecting mm-hmm. and I was like, what the heck is this? So I looked yep. it up and the memes got to me faster than the news did. Oh yeah. And also like I get liquid death is pretty successful. You know what liquid death is, right? Mason, mm-hmm. the water yeah. with like the dark humor that the nation, the entire generation, I almost said nation, but our generation is all over that type of stuff, but still like mm-hmm. five people dying. I don't know if my first reaction would be run to IMG flip and, quick make a meme template there was one and just ended with the cap cut logo mm-hmm. there was another one of someone streaming the countdown with a bass drop when it hit zero like it was i've seen like, so many instagram was especially if with... instagram was around during 9 11 it would have been a whole different story i feel like people had a lot more respect back when 9 11 happened but i could yeah but like if our generation it. was there I feel like we're so desensitized to bad happening. I mean, people are getting shot in school every other day, it seems like. So it's not even news. Oh, like, imagine that happened back in the no. 80s. Oh, yeah. It would be national news if it happened back in the 80s. Now it's like, oh, somebody in Florida got killed. Yikes. <laughs> That's what are you supposed to do, you know? Yep. Um, speaking of clout chasing, that's that's the other thing I was thinking about. I'm kind of jumping all over the place, but with um, Ocean Gate, I feel like when somebody makes a TikTok and it's like original, the first three or four people to jump on and copy it, people don't know that it's, you know, haven't seen the other videos before. So it always blows up. It's like with every dance, like the Grimace thing that's going around. You've seen that, right? The Grimace shake videos. The first one was like pretty cool, but now they have to be like really, really good for me to watch more than... Or like the one two seconds. buckle my shoe. Have you seen that Anything one? Like that, like the the, I got, I just got the, oh yeah, yes. but any type of trend no. like that and noodles. Anyway, back to what I was freaking saying. Um, clock chasing something like with with where you see a meme like that and you have all these relatable, you know, popping the batteries out of the TV remote every like trailer trash home ever playing a game on a 55 inch TV and you just need some batteries, that type of meme 
and all shoved into this ocean gate where five people died, which should be kind of a little bit more serious, especially the way that they died and how it would have been so avoidable if they had, you know, more than just Elmer's glue holding the thing together. Um, and if it was actually done any safety testing, pressure testing, testing probably at all. Would again, a good place to start. I mean, <laughs> if it can't submerge in a swimming pool and stay alive, you probably shouldn't be taking it down to the Stockton rush stated that making it was pretty simple, which I don't think uh, building a submarine should be pretty simple, but that's just me. So the whole connection in my mind, at least with this clout chasing was moving on to Joe Linder, who I going to guess a lot of the people listening to this know who he is, but he was a fitness uh, I don't know if you want to say influencer. phenomenon, but a fitness influencer. He's one of the biggest ones. One of the anybody Most who well ever known. got into fitness at one point would recognize him if they saw him. He has a lot of viral videos yeah. of, I mean, every single person I feel like knows who this guy is or would recognize him if they saw him. And he passes away at the age of 30, which you might think yeah. is pretty young. But there's all kinds of controversy right now of if he was natural, what he was using, why would he die so quickly? What are your thoughts on all that, Mason? I know I was trying to take it back to clout chasing, but that was a terrible connection. Yeah, they, he seemed like a really like genuinely good person, always positive. But yeah, an aneurysm is a scary thing. It can just kind of happen out of nowhere and I mean, you don't really know it's, it's there. Similar to like a stroke. I mean, and you're not yeah. really the same thing, but you could have a stroke when you're nine years old. You could have a stroke when you're 50. You have the yeah, same chance uh, your whole out of life. Nowhere. I don't think aneurysm had anything to do with drug use or not drug use or 3% body fat or 5% body fat. But every video now, in the fitness world. Every video now is just instead of Ocean Gate, it's, oh, Joe Linder, the secrets you don't want to know. Crazy Joe, like all these it's really kind of irritating mm-hmm. to see that type of stuff. I mean, it should be with Ocean Gate too, but I wasn't like connected to anything on Ocean Gate like I would be it's, with Linder. It's kind of a different thing, almost like whenever you see like people that you aren't really like any connected with. Like these were five random strangers, and it's kind of that mentality of eat the rich, or it's like, ha, huh, something bad finally happened to rich people. <laughs> I feel like that's yeah. a lot of people's mentality. But, like, with Joe, like, he was just a good guy who worked out a lot, encouraged a lot, a lot of other people to start working out. Exactly. Especially now where fitness is a big thing for our generation to the most part, or it's bigger than it's ever been. More information mm-hmm. out there than there's ever been. More people trying to get in the industry than there's ever been. So, losing somebody that influential that that many people watched is yeah, an interesting one. So... I know Canada's been on fire lately. It hasn't really been too smoky here. Has it been bad for you guys up there? Um, For about a week, it was really terrible. Like, uh, it looked like fog just constantly. The sun would be out, but it would be so hazy that it was like, you know, you wouldn't get sunburned at all, even though you're standing out in direct yeah. sun. It had a lot of rain this past week, and it kind of cleared it up, and then it blew back in, and then it rained again. So today, it's perfectly clear. Visibility is like unlimited. I could fly a plane all the way to Hawaii on a day like today, but that's kind of the last of it. Is Canada still burning, or what's going on down there? 
I think they're getting it under control for the most part. I haven't really been following them much. I know, I think it was last month, we had some pretty bad wildfires outside of town, and it tired town where I was, where I work, was just a smoke screen for like four days. So it looks like quick Google search, hashtag not sponsored by Google. I mean, quick Opera GX search. The fires are still burning. Smoke is going to affect only northern states like Minnesota, Illinois, and Michigan. Swaz of the Northeast, possibly the Dakotas. <laughs> so stuff like Oklahoma is so far south, I doubt it. I mean, I was pretty north. Yeah. We're connected to Minnesota, but I don't see any smoke right now. I'm looking right out my window, and all I see is big, white, fluffy sheep dancing on the sky. <sighs> this is This is a pretty good example of what outside looks like <laughs> fair enough but well on the topic of fire did you see conor mcgregor knocked out the heat mascot in a promotion for at the nba finals like the NFL? it was supposed to be like a stage it was supposed to be like a staged fight or something where he, Connor was like i think not and just the and Haymaker knocks the mascot to the ground, stands over the mascot, and delivers another punch while he's on the ground. To the mascot's face or the person underneath it? To the mascot's face. Apparently, the mascot had to be taken to the hospital for a concussion. Cause Connor, and now Connor's getting a bunch of flack for going too hard during the staged promotion. But has anyone it's ever seen NBA. Connor McGregor not go hard? He's like, uh, I'm not going to call him a, a female, but he definitely has the drama and the emotions of a female counterpart. He used to be a really cool guy, like early on in the UFC career. But like, then the Khabib fight happened and he got all egotistical and maniac throwing dollies at the bus. He's an interesting Talking. guy. Yeah. I think that could be if I kind of humbled him a little bit for at least for a little while. Okay, let me look up this video. So imagine you're face to face with a bear. You have your dog there. The bear chases your dog. What do you do? Uh, run. I don't know. Fight or flight. If it's a bear, is it a black bear or a polar bear or a grizzly bear or a what kind of bear? I think I think it's a black bear because it happened in Maine. Well, and you can fight it. Black bears are pretty weak. They're only seven foot tall. Quick little one-two punch to the face. Conor McGregor, that shit, like it's the heat mascot. Pick up your dog and run away. That's the play. So you and this lady in Maine have a similar way of thinking. This lady, 64, was tending to her garden when her dog took off into the woods. The dog comes racing back in the yard with a black bear in hot pursuit. This lady stands up, takes fighting position, and one, two left hooks this bear. But unfortunately, the bear bear fights back. It bites onto her wrist. She punches the animal in the face some more. It runs away, and she ends up in the hospital with just a few stitches. This old lady boxed a bear in one. So she straight up is punching this bear in the face. With it Not even like her a wrist. kick and run or like a throw a throw your hoe at it, whatever you're doing in the garden. Throw your little shovel. Like, I don't know what they grow up in Maine. She's probably like weed in the garden. Must have been a good dog. 
So we don't have bears here, and the only bears I have ever seen have been in a zoo. I've never seen one in the wild. I don't. I don't know how I would react to seeing one just charging into my yard. A black bear, when it stands on its back legs, isn't probably any taller than you. Yeah, it's not. They're not that big. I know they're a big problem, like in New Jersey. We've had two or three here, but it's just like so random, and they kind of just roam around until they get caught. It's not like they're out killing cows, slaying the countryside like the beasts of old. I feel like Alaska, you would have to be a ballsy to live in Alaska with all the grizzlies there. You just walk you don't outside mess around with the brown bear. Yeah, those those are big. Well, you know, fight or flight will always kick in. Fight or flight will kick in in a situation like that, and you're never going to be able to flight fast enough. So, isn't it if it's black, bite back? If it's brown, lie down. If it's white, say goodnight. Isn't that how the saying goes for bears? I guess I've not heard that. It would make sense. Like a black bear, you could technically fight, but a grizzly would kill you in a swat. Because I think with a black bear, bear, you're supposed to like the polars. Yeah, with a polar bear, you're just it's gonna kill you. With a brown bear, if you play dead, it I don't I don't think they eat stuff that they don't kill or something. So if you play dead, though, it won't like normally bother you. And then black bears are smaller, so you can just make yourself big enough to scare it off because it doesn't want to fight. I, at least that's how I think it goes. Look this up before trying to fight a bear. Is there any bears I don't in think so. We could probably test this out in a couple months. Just an Andy after one. Well, we got a cage fight planned for two people. Might as well just throw a bear in there as well. Just walk up to the Airbnb like, don't worry about the bear. So we're just pulling we one in a with a leash behind us. The backyard. Don't worry. <laughs> a little collar like it's Tom It won't hurt anyone. So like we've teased in the last few episodes, we have a very, very special episode coming up it will be our episode 20 so next episode we will be on vacation and with friends and we are having a big episode and a very very special episode for the patreon if you want to see us unfiltered uncut unruly go follow the patreon for as little as a cup of coffee a month anything else you want to add jonathan uh, follow the Patreon, follow the Instagram. I still post on there sometimes. Uh, we'll be posting for sure when we're on vacation on the story, just so you guys can stay up to date. Follow us online everywhere at the mid podcast or at the real mid podcast. You can see it all down below in the show notes. We have a little link that'll take you to our link tree and you can find everything there. So until next time. 